It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back, Jack Fritz. In for John Marks. It is Marks and Reese alongside Ike. And it's Tuesdays at 3 o'clock, which means, of course, Tuesdays with Elliot. Might as well just be every day at this point. Uh, Anytime I can talk football with you guys, yeah. I got to take it. Well, yeah. well, plus he's about to be on a like a ten day hiatus. Yeah. After Thursday nights, well, Friday, well, you you'll you'll bounce back after final cuts, right? Yeah. Well, I'm always working. As long as I can tweet, I'm working. <laughs> yeah. What are you going somewhere? No, like, I just I just meant. Well, there's they, nothing happening. Yes, there's like nothing there, happening. There's yeah. always going to be something happening, buddy. <laughs> well, maybe we'll get a trade. Ah, yeah. looking up. Would be nice. Well, real quick. Elliot, of course, is sponsored by BQ Basements and Concrete. As foundation <laughs> repair, basement waterproofing, and crawl space experts, call BQ Basements and Concrete for a free inspection today. To book your appointment, go to B- to basementsbybq.com. Big uh, fans of the show, of course. And Elliot, uh, we'll get to Jonathan Taylor, but you were down at camp today. Yes. I mean, it seems like the brawl of the century broke out. What happened? Yeah, so I've been covering training camp practices for 10 years now with this team. I actually think this is year 11. I've never seen this from the Eagles. Like, I've seen little little fights after after plays. I've seen, you know, players getting broken up. There's even times where, like, you get 20 players in there. The fight today that I saw at Eagles practice had the most players involved I've seen from this team, whether it's an away practice, a home practice, all those things. So – it was the end of practice, and I will say it was the most competitive part of practice, and you could feel the intensity starting to build up. So what they do at the end of these joint practices is they take all 90 players from one team, all 90 players from another team, they put them on opposing sidelines, and then they basically play a game. First team offense, first team defense, second offense, second team defense, full field. So the Eagles' first team offense is out there, and it's intense. Like Players are yelling. You can feel it. There would already been one fight. There's a short pass to Kenny Gainwell, probably about 15 yards over the middle. A Colts player, after the play, hits him. Jason Kelsey, at that point, comes running, basically full speed, and just drills this dude, like, out of nowhere. And so, from that, 
all the players. I don't want to say all 180, but like probably pretty <laughs> close in coaches where had to run out. There were players on the ground. The 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 scrum was like massive. It was, you know, probably like half the size of the field. Um, and the coaches were trying to break it up. And it got to the point where they had to end practice. Like practice was probably going to end, you know, 10 minutes later. There wasn't like a ton left of it. Right. But this is the first time I've ever seen the Eagles have to end a practice early because of a fight. So yeah, it was it was very surprising. The players talked about it afterwards. Um, Kelsey we can seemed, get into that in a second if you want. Yeah, but. Kelsey seemed a little bit like mad at himself. Yeah, I, I think I think he used the word shame. Like he was like embarrassed by the fact that he did that. And you know, to a certain extent, he's right. Like you can't do that at the end of practice. Uh, obviously, Kelsey, a legend on the team, great leader. All those things are true. Great people still make mistakes. And today was a mistake by Jason Kelsey. And I get that, you know, you can paint it, and this is what some players painted it as, is, well, he's sticking up for his teammates, and and this is, you know, a great moment to show how much we care. A few players brought up how one of uh, Nick Sirianni's core uh, core things is connection. Like, I'm sorry, for me, that's this doesn't qualify. Like, right. there are other ways to show you care about your teammates. And I think that's kind of what Jason Kelsey was saying. And he was actually asked, you know, is this something you're thinking about? Like, go defend his teammates. And I appreciate his honesty here. He said, no, in that moment, I just lost my cool and I wasn't thinking. I'm, and that's why we love Jason Kelsey. Yeah, it was very and, honest. And quite yep. frankly, uh, he could have he could have shoveled us a bunch of BS. And he could have not talked. Oh, And most of us would have bought it, though, is what I'm saying. Oh, for sure. And instead, he gave us the truth. Um, and me not even being there, and you're you're just painting the picture, and I'm just mm-hmm. visualizing it. Yeah, the idea of Jason Kelsey, someone of his stature, feeling the need to go do that, it's unnecessary. Uh, Kenny Gainwell isn't in danger. He wasn't in some life-threatening situation. He's at mm-hmm. practice. So there was an incident earlier this year, I mean um, earlier in training camp with Cleveland where Derek Barnett felt justified in doing what he did afterwards, yep. hitting the guy afterwards. And Nick Sirianni said, it's a teaching lesson. That's something you don't do. Well, how is this any different? Because in a game, that's a penalty. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. And speaking of Derek Barnett, mm-hmm. he was back. <laughs> I'm sure he was. Yeah. yeah. Earlier in practice, uh, there was another fight. So it was seven on, uh, sorry, 11 on 11. Anthony Richardson. So, like, the play was kind of over, but there's always this, like, second, second and a half when, when the quarterback has been sacked, but not everybody's You let fully, him finish the play. Exactly. You're not fully sure the play is over. Yeah. So, Barnett swings at Anthony Richardson's arm to knock the ball out. Shouldn't do that. Like, it's the quarterback. He's got the red jersey on. To a certain extent, you can stay. You're trying to make a play. He's somewhat on the roster bubble, but you can't do it. So, the Colts get very upset about that, and that turned into a fight. Like, I think I saw Derek Barnett swing at a player. Um, there, there was there was players involved. So at that point, it definitely started to get chippy. But I, I so thought did it, so. Did that happen first? That yes. happened first. Ah, uh, so, so that, now that the chippiness comes at the And day. I will say the first forty minutes of practice were pretty for joint practice. I thought pretty boring. Like neither team was that fired up. It wasn't anything exciting really happening. After that happened. If you could feel the tension in the air, like the Colts were yelling at whenever they made a big play, the Eagles were yelling whenever they made made a big play. There were a few times where like Makai Gardner of all people like had an interception and tossed it at the Colts receiver after he did it. Devontae made a big. Is that an Eagle? Yeah, he's a he's a okay. corner. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, who the hell's Makai Gardner? <laughs> well, I don't. Yeah, I think he's probably practicing. Yeah, you probably don't. Yeah, yeah. Don't, you don't worry Devontae about it. <laughs> made a big catch, and he was you know kind of talking a little bit afterwards. So it definitely got heated. But this was this is my biggest concern from the fight. 
is I think the only thing that stops the Eagles this year is their inability to, to kind of withstand and, and, and go through what the, uh, the pressure is, but also like controlling their emotions of the situation. Mm-hmm. If they do lose, are they going to get upset like, oh, man, and really focus on the Super Bowl loss? If they start 3-5, and five, are they going to get down on – like, I need to see this team control their emotion. That's why I thought last week against Cleveland when they lost the first practice, came back and won the second, it was really encouraging to see, and the players talked about that. I don't of all the players. I don't need to see Kelsey out there blindsiding people. No, it just doesn't send the right message. And again, this team will only be brought down by themselves this year. They're the best team in the NFC. I think the Cowboys are close, but the Eagles are the best team. And one way you get brought down, Nick Sirianni said it said it the first day of camp. You're going to lose to bad teams with stupid penalties. Yeah. And today, twice, the Colts are the bad team. The Colts are not as good as the Eagles. Sure, the Eagles were the two teams say that were the aggressor in making this happen, and that's how you lose games. Well, and the biggest difference for this team from last year to this year is that they are now the hunted. Yeah, and it feels like what the way you're describing is that they almost got baited into this kind of thing happening, mm-hmm. and they have to be able to to, to hold together better. Well, and- hold on, not to completely correct Jack there, but it didn't sound like they were baited. It sounded like Derek Barnett went overboard. So when you touch a quarterback, you're inciting a riot. Mm -hmm. Imagine if somebody swiped Jalen's arm to knock the football out and they break his thumb. Imagine that. Yeah. In a practice, in in a controlled environment. It's supposed to be a controlled environment. That's why you have joint practices. That's why they aren't doing preseason games. Why they have the red jerseys on. Yes, because you stay away from the quarterback at all costs. You respect their quarterback because you want them to respect your quarterback. When you do stuff like that to the opposing team's quarterback, of course they're going to get fired up. Mm. And, And now you may put your own quarterback in harm's way of some cheap shot or what have you. Now, I'm only saying this because Cleveland was complaining about this same thing last week. Good point. With Deshaun Watson. Like, that's why Barnett needs to go. Because this isn't a dirty football team. This isn't, and this isn't a fake tough football team. And that's mm-hmm. fake toughness. That's fake toughness because you're hitting a guy when no one expects you to hit the guy. That's fake toughness. You know, the after the play stuff when the guy's back is turned and all that type of stuff, that's fake toughness. And that's not real toughness to me. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to get into a fight with somebody, you go look him up, square him up in the face and say, bro, what's the deal? And then if you decide to swing then, then you 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 handle it like that. But hitting people from the back where you can get injured, I think about the, uh, the one of the Morris twins when Jokic pushed him from behind, yeah. the whiplash, like that's the stuff that can happen to a player. And then now they want to retaliate against you. And now we may lose a good player because the other team feels like they need to do something because you just injured one of their guys. Well, and to, to that point, A, they are lucky they didn't take a, a swipe at Jalen, right? They're lucky mm-hmm. that. But also, Jason Kelsey has earned the right, I think, to have the benefit of the doubt. But, yes, he but, gets the benefit but, of the doubt. But let's pretend it wasn't Kelsey that did that today. Let's pretend Derek Barnett did that or someone else. And they had to stop practice because of that. Like, I don't see any way to paint this as a positive. And I also think you bring up the Browns practice last week. This today was the last day of camp, effectively. We won't get to watch anymore. After this, they'll be making final cuts. I think that one word that describes camp for me is sloppy. Like stuff like this, the stuff against the Browns, the, the substitution. substitution issues, like Sirianni, like them having to work on play calling. There was a lot of positives for sure. Mm-hmm. Jalen had a great camp. I think their talent showed. But I do not think it was a clean training camp. And mm-hmm. so to end like this, I think, is actually a somewhat fitting end to what I thought was a relatively sloppy camp. Mm. 
Man, listen, you're down there every day. You, I, you I see just, it every day. It felt like every time I was calling in to talk to you guys or in studio, it was, oh, there's a substitution issue today. I mean, two days ago, they, you know, Sirianni spiked the blowhorn because there was <laughs> another issue with the special teams. Think about this. Today, practice ended because of a fight. Like, that's not the Eagles. Like, you played oh, for the yeah, – right? that's, that's, that's Like, not... this is stuff that if the Cowboys did it, right. we would be like, oh, look stuff at this Stuff the Raiders They're did 10 them. years yeah, ago. Exactly. Like, yeah. It's just not something you normally see from this team. So, I thought it was it was very, very noteworthy that, A, it happened, and, B, that it was Kelsey. Like, mm. the, you know, if it was Barnett, I, people would want him cut, number one. But, number two, I think you could play it off a little. Kelsey doing it to me is – you know, short of Jalen, like that's the one player where you're like, I would never expect that from him. And that, and that's why I was glad the way you said he responded and answered to yeah. it, because it's basically him saying, "That's not me. That's not who I've been." That's and I'll not give him I credit. Do. I don't think he was supposed to talk today. I believe that he, he wanted came to, out talk. to talk. Yeah, he sat down. He talked about it, and he said honestly, a, pro. a lot of the things we're saying, like yeah. you know, I, I think a lot of it by other players, and then some of the questions were like, is this a positive? Is this a positive? And he continually said no. Yeah. Like, And then he asked if you talked to the player. He said no, it's still probably too heated right now. My guess is these two these teams do play on Thursday. Kelsey mm-hmm. won't be out there, but he'll get be a chance on the to field. talk to him. Yeah. And I know Jason. Jason will go up to the young man. Yeah. And, and listen, bro, all good. Didn't mean anything by it. My bad. I shouldn't mm-hmm. have done it. I, I, well, especially because he's a Philly kid. He well, looked up to Jason. And, and, yeah. and Jason – Carries himself a certain way. Hmm? So he's going to hmm. make the situation right. Yep. He's going to make the situation right. He might have lost his cool for a moment. I can forgive Jason. But Barnett is an every week thing. Yeah, it always happens. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm it's right, coach. Him. It's like, always yeah, him. It's always, yes. always him. And, that, and like, that is the stuff that's going to lose these team games. Because last year, they didn't play a lot of close games. And when we, when we relived the Super Bowl three weeks earlier, when we all rewatched it, I think a lot of us came away, like whether you blame the offense or the defense, with just the mistakes that were there. Yeah. Like the penalties. The, again, substitution problems, right? Like this year they're going to be playing the Niners, the, the you know, all, Bills, all these good teams, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, all the good teams. Yeah. These things are going to matter. And so I just think to end practice like this, it's like a, it's a disappointing ending to training. I'm sure the coaches weren't happy about it. No, Sirianni talked yeah. to the team for a while afterwards. Yeah, I'm sure he wasn't happy about that. 215-592-949. If we'll get some thoughts on other things that he saw down on camp. And, of course, John and Taylor coming up here in one second. But Chuck's in Mount Airy. What's happening, Chuck? <laughs> I wonder who he, What's up, Chuck? Hey, hey, listen, let me tell you something, man. I, listen, let me tell you something. Listen, we got too much nice stuff going on in the Standing O's. Trey Turner, 365 since the standing O's, Chuck. Out. You big okay, baby. I'm sick of this garbage, this nice stuff. We need an edge. You're, but but you, every team you root for sucks, Chuck, we with your attitude. Edge. Shut up. We need an edge. Because Jason Kelsey gave the edge. You know, I watched Washington yesterday celebrate over a stupid preseason game. Those guys are gunning for us. And we need an edge. So all you oh, they're gunning for us. We sit up here saying to yourself, oh, well, Jason Kelsey shouldn't have done that. So they should have done exactly what he did. Because he's sending a message. What do you think okay. about Kelsey saying he should have done it? Yeah, yeah. What about Kelsey saying he should have done it? Kelsey. Hey, Ike, let yes. me tell you something, Mike. Yes. I've been with you all day with Jonathan Tiller. Don't go against your bread, brother. Don't go against me, all right? Get <laughs> back and relax and come with me, okay? All right. Now listen to me, all right? All right. Jason Kelsey only said it because he felt like he let his team down. But he knows Because he, he did. Because he did, though. You said it yourself. He did. They've been having sloppy practices. Yes. And he took it out on the, on the next team. And that was Indianapolis. And I'm happy he did it. But you're, you know yes, what? but that's not the way to correct for. a sloppy practice. Is not to be more sloppy, Nick, not to be sloppy. Hold on, Chuck. Hold on, Chuck. Chuck, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, bro. 
need my team. I'm with you. I'm with you. I know. I'm saying he's feisty today. I'm with you. And, and here's the thing. No, listen, All right, listen, listen to me. Listen to me, Chuck. The Eagles are fine. I, I don't think the Eagles have a toughness issue. They they are fine. They they aren't a soft football team. They know when to play aggressive. They got a lot of dogs on this football team. I'm not worried about us being a soft football team. Believe me, that's not what I'm concerned with. I want us to be a smart football team, though. Like you can be tough. And, and 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 you can get nitty gritty when you need to, but you also want to be a smart football team. When it comes to our football team, I'm with you. I, I want the dogs out there ready to roll, but I don't need the Derek Barnetts who get bad penalties at the wrong time. Like those, are the guys that I don't need. I'm fine with Jason Kelsey, man. Jason Kelsey's record is impeccable. If he had a, a moment of lapse in judgment or what have you. He's earned that, I, and, and, and he owned it. So I'm not, I don't have a problem with that. But I, I can't have guys like Derek Barnett out there inciting fights with opponents and his own teammates. That was Landon Dickerson I was talking mm-hmm. about earlier that he hit. Like, even with his own teammates. Like, this dude this just doesn't play smart football, man. Like, and that's the type of stuff you can't I, have on a team. I, listen, I agree with you on that one. Number 96 is the only dumbass on this team <laughs> right. that needs to be cut, right. okay? I'm talking about strictly what Jason Kelsey did. Jason Kelsey's on the status to do what he has. He's in the cachet, and, I don't, and I'm not going against him. He only, the only shit he did wrong because he, he's that type of dude. All you know right. what I'm But this team need an edge pointing to this year. And I don't give a damn what you say, Elliot, nor you, Jack. Okay. Well, this is not the way to show the edge. To beat up on the Colts in a joint practice is not the way to prove it, in my opinion. Yeah, of course you would. Of course you would say that. Of course you know I would. Yeah. Because you know, you, you, you know, you, you, you just all about numbers and things. Yeah. That yeah. yeah. I'm not about that. Yeah. I'm not Jack about that never life. Been yeah, exactly. I'm not about that life, Chuck. I'm not <laughs> going to pretend. I'm just saying. Let's be real. Like he got practice ended. Like that's not a mature way to handle this. It's not a good thing for the team. It's okay. It's okay. It's one practice, okay? It is. They got a preseason. All right, we'll wait till it happens through. in a game. One we'll practice. see if it happens in a game and they lose because of it. We'll see if you call up and say it's okay. Listen, they're not going to lose because of that. I guarantee you that. Okay. This will wake your team up. They need to understand that they are not the hunt. They're not hunting anymore. They are the hunted, okay? And we need an edge, all right? I, I know what I need to know, Chuck. I need to know, Chuck, right now why you deserve to be in this fantasy football league. Hey, listen, listen, I deserve to be in the same football league because I'm a realist. And I'm going to tell you mm. something right now, what you guys were talking about yesterday, right, with Daryl Morey and, 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 uh, and B real quick, right? Here Let me tell you something. Daryl Morey, I will give you a five-year contract if I was part of the 760. <laughs> if you get rid of that big 72 circus clown and start this thing from scratch. I've been riding this wagon for the longest, and that was news to my ear, Jesse. I couldn't call up, but I can't wait. Until the seven foot two clown is out of here, and that bearded jackass that like to be in strip clubs out of here, and we can get this thing started the right way. I deserve to be in this fancy football league because I bring energy, and I tell you one thing: I got a surprise at the end of the day if you let me in the tournament because I know exactly what I'm gonna do. I got a general manager that's gonna be with me on that day, and this is gonna get this thing. We're gonna build a team that's gonna be all you punks out there in fantasy football. No standing mm-hmm. O's, no standing O's for your team. No standing off my team. I got somebody right now. She uh, She's not going to be eligible for the league, but I got somebody that I'm thinking that's going to be my general manager. Right. I sit back and drink beer at Chicken and Peace 
Wait, so you're not even doing anything? You're just letting her draft a team for you? Should she come in the league? She wants to get there. her on the horn. He'll eh? be there. She wants to, she's the pick, GM. What are we talking about, Chuck? I'm going to pick. You're, you're pick. handing off the duties to someone else? No, 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 no. no Participation Trophy you, Society I'm, is just running I'm rampant Jeffrey, in the Mount Chuck I'm and Mary household. I'm Jeffrey Lurie. Okay. She's gonna be I'm going to give her a standing ovation. But let me tell you something, right? She's smart. She's witty. And she knows football. And I'm telling you, as soon as you let me in there, if you let me in the draft, she's coming along with me, and she's going to be on board of my team, and I'm going to sit back, drink beer, and I, all I'll ask is that I pick the first pick in the draft. Well, no, no, shut stop. <laughs> stop, knock it off. There he goes. Chuck, I mean, he's, he's, he's the most demanding he's, he's caller. All I ask is, I is for the first pick. <laughs> what are we quite, talking quite about? Quite the tease, though. I mean, it's just it's out of control. He's demanding to come in here, have us pay for lunch, uh, a catered lunch, because we oh, brought he wants it. to come in here and oh, yeah, because OG. OG yeah, 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 it's just yeah. He's the most demanding caller I've ever been around. He's a prima donna. I mean, it's as simple as that. He's a, a total prima donna. Well, it sounds like he likes to control things too. Like and he's having he, yeah. someone else. He's having someone else to do the draft for him. I mean, that's. It's out of control. 215-592-9494. Elliot Shore Parks hangs around that's for our number one caller. That's yeah, yeah. by far. Uh Elliot. I'm surprised he was on the side of Kelsey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All he wants is toughness. Him and Rios, you know, just ready to uh, oh, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, Rios yeah, ready yes. to go. Yeah. Does not agree with your assessment. They probably did not like hearing me say what I said today no. about yeah. fighting. Yeah. That's all right. That's all right. Elliot's gonna hang around for another segment. We'll get to his thoughts on Jonathan Taylor and also some interesting news on one key position that could we make or break on Thursday. What is it? We'll get to that coming up next here on Marks and Reese. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Like we always do with this time, I go for mine, I get to shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky. Welcome on back, Jack Fritz, in for John Marks alongside. Yeah, it's just my guys, Ike Reese and Elliot Short Parks. It's Tuesdays with Elliot. Mm. Lively discussion the first segment. Jason Kelsey's fighting everyone. Um, <laughs> and we got big news yesterday, Elliot, that I'm sure that you're aware of. Of course. About Jonathan Taylor. And it's our Twitter question, which is brought to you by Marks Jewelers for the best selection of diamond engagement rings. Visit the only local jeweler with over 2,000 five-star Google reviews, marks-jewelers.com. Do you want the Eagles to trade for Jonathan Taylor, even if it doesn't mean he'll sign here long-term? What say you, Elliot Shoreparks? Of course you go get Jonathan Taylor. Thank you. Of course. And I, <laughs> I would I would say this to the people that are like, oh, you know, it's going to cost a second, or he wants paid. Like, it costs what it costs. You pay what you get for it. There's a reason Rashad Penny got 500000 guaranteed this offseason, and Jonathan Taylor is probably going to get $20 million guaranteed in his new deal. I am not naive to the fact that it is going to cost money to acquire Jonathan Taylor. But I also remember, and I'll put my hand up, I was probably wrong about this, me and Ike arguing for years about how the <laughs> Eagles didn't have great receivers. And I was like, well, the quarterback should make them better, blah, blah, blah. What happened? They went out and they started investing in great players and spending money to get these players. And now they have the best skill set in the, in the NFL. Where I also differ from people is this is not a luxury. This is a need. They don't need they need a running back on this team. I've watched them all camp. Are they going to be able to piece together a running game? Probably because they have Jalen Hurts, they have a great offensive line, they have a great passing game. 
I haven't seen anything special from these running backs. They've not been bad. They just haven't been special. They have a special uh, starting receiver. They have a special number two receiver. They have a special tight end. All these things. Go get a special running back. Like, why stop now? Why not go get a great player? For years, we saw this team shortchange at the skill position spots. They've stopped it, and now they're one of the best teams in the league. Just go do it. I I think it's a no-brainer. Yeah, I mean, I just wonder what they're thinking. And sometimes you almost need to wait and see it displayed right in front of you, meaning they may need to get through a few games. Yep. At some point in that 2017 season, remember the beginning of the season, we didn't even give LeGarrette Blunt the ball. I remember the game out in Kansas City. Oh, yeah. We had a fit after that game because I think – They weren't running it. Yeah, they weren't running the ball. And And Blunt went to Doug. Right. Is that the game uh, after after that game, Blunt went to Doug? So, yeah, like early in that season, and why I remember them in training camp, they kept trying to run outside zone plays with LeGarrette Blunt. We're like, dude – it's he not has, his game. Yeah, he has to go north and south. Yeah. That's when he was on the cut block, wasn't it? Like, they're like, yeah. Yeah. cutting LeGarrette Blount. But I would imagine that's when they started thinking about another running back. Ajayi was in training camp, joint practices mm-hmm. that, that summer with him, and lo and behold, they wind up making that trade before the deadline. By the way, the team was what six and one, six yeah, and well, two. Yeah, well, that's when they knew they were they had a legit chance. To win so, the Super and they Bowl, decided, yeah. you know what, we're going to go ahead and add yeah. to our running back room, and, yeah. and that's what they did. So, I only say that to say they may be playing the long game here, meaning that they see what we see, what Taylor can add. They may want him for a much cheaper price. Yeah, what I would say too, though, about the 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 contract. Mm-hmm. So next year, as of now, according to Over the Cap. The Eagles are projected to have $47 million in cap space. Their quarterback's under contract. AJ's under contract. They have a lot of their talent under contract. Of course, they have to sign Devontae and Landon Dickerson, and those players will cost money. But if you look at their current cap hits, I bet that it's not going to go up that much once they get their new deal because of how he's going to structure this deal. You know he is. $47 million, I'm not exaggerating, is probably enough to sign the top 10 free agents next offseason if Howie wanted to. Like, they have more than enough money to do whatever they want. This is why you go and get a a, a player like Jonathan Taylor because you have the money to do it. You have the assets to do it. And also, you have the roster to do it. If, If we were having this conversation... 2015, 2016, heading right. into 2017. No none of it. us would have said it, right? right. The Bijan example. Bijan was a special instance because mm-hmm. he was a special player and it was a special opportunity with where they were picking. Yep. This is that same argument. It's the same. Now, from the team's perspective, what I, I would think could be the difference is they really liked Christian McCaffrey because of how he could catch the ball. They really liked Bijan because of how he could catch the ball. I don't know if Jonathan Taylor is that same type, so that might impact their evaluation of him. But the thought process of go get a game-changing running back is the same. Well, and that's why we need to keep Swift. So we got our our pass-catching running back yeah. on third down. Two running back system. I mean, Taylor yeah. Swift. <laughs> Taylor Swift. I'm all in. Taylor Swift. There, there it is. Go. And the one wildest thing, dreams. The one thing that, that I keep I keep thinking about, and you know, I don't know any names. It, no. Taylor Swift. Yeah, you yeah. do. Wildest shake it off. Dream, yeah. Oh, I do know. Shake it off. Mean. Yeah. I don't know. Mean. Love story. Yeah. I don't know love All story. appropriate for this. I probably know the songs yeah, you if I hear them. Yeah. Uh, well, I do know Shake It Off. We're yeah. never getting back together? We are never, never ever, ever, ever. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Back Fish. together. <laughs> yes. I, okay. We, I didn't know that was the name of that song. Yeah. I think that's what it's called. I don't know. <laughs> now you know how I feel when we talk when you guys talk about old music. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> old you know. Music. <laughs> I'm sort of over the Taylor Swift thing. 
Like, it just. Wow. She's okay. She's fine. To, forget about that. We're about to re revive Taylor. Well, because Swift. The, well, yes. she's revived. She's going to have a billion dollar tour. She's the biggest musician in the world yeah, right now. Yeah. And now you're like, oh, I'm over it. it. Yeah. Whatever. It is. Clearly, because you didn't see her in concert. No, well, I wouldn't interest me. Frankly. Oh, yeah, I'm like, sure, yeah. She's, she's Would you go fine. see this week, like Jason Aldean or no, something No, I would like never that. see Jason Aldean. He's see? a fraud. Uh, Zach Bryan. Oh, I yeah, that's Zach it. Bryan. Yeah, sounds fun. Not a fraud. New sounds album. Fun, new yeah. album, August 25th. Um, <laughs> but, like, yeah, it's, it's Taylor Swift. Just, just, eh, the music's okay. <laughs> no, it's okay. She's fine. You. You're wrong. She's fine. Let's not start upsetting the Swifties. I know, I know. You know, relax. I'm sure a lot of Swifties listening. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, Howard's number one. Yeah, get Chuck back on here. Yeah. Howard's gonna call in soon. Yeah. No, but um, I was thinking about Jalen, right? And mm-hmm. and when Jalen signed his contract, it reminded me a bit of how when Bryce signed his contract, where he took less for mm-hmm. annual value because he wanted to help them win championships, yeah. right, and bring in uh, other players. I mean, Jalen's kind of hinted at that as well with his contract. Like, and he, uh, you're telling me that Jalen has the op- option to say, "Go get Jonathan Taylor." He would turn that down. Yeah, and here's the thing. I love following the salary cap. I love talking about the way these deals are structured. You do get excited about yeah, that. Yeah, I, I love it. That and training camp stats. But <laughs> but I got to accept that as long as Howie's the GM, we're just kind of wasting our time talking about it. If they <laughs> if they trade for Jonathan Taylor and sign him, there is a 0.0% chance we'll look at that deal and go, oh, this is bad for the team. They'll structure it in a way where it's not going to have any yes. impact. So when people that are worried about money – it's not your money, and nope. it doesn't matter. Like, it's not going to impact this team whatsoever. You want to talk about draft picks? Okay, that's, that's, a, that's a different story. Yep. But this team, in my opinion, is not in a place right now where they need to be prioritizing draft picks. They're young, they have a ton of talent, and the window to win is right now. Like, a third or fourth round pick, or frankly, even a second round pick, is not helping you this year where you are arguably the best team in the NFL. Check this out, Elliot. Jack, when's the last time we said, if ever – We've said as Eagles fans, who cares about draft picks? Right. Like, where's the draft pick going to play at right now? Give me the position a draft pick will play next year. I mean, they've essentially drafted replacements for all the guys that they're Everybody's gonna, already accounted for. Like, safety? We, we, safety? We, we got two uh, safeties. I, I yeah. We'll see about Blankenship. Read yeah. blank, yeah. Well, well, the, corner? The, the, no, no. The, well, they're here for two years. Yeah, be, but if, you, if you're looking at the succession saying, yes, plan. Yes. It would be tackle. That would be the position. But, but. Ah, tackle, yeah. But. You, like you're getting those guys in the top ten. Like see, those Jeff's, are where you get those kind of. Statlin's done good well with tackles. Yeah. All I'm saying is, is that the the idea that we have to harbor these draft picks because we're in desperate need of adding this player or that player that's going to help us. This is a Super Bowl contending team right now. Right. We shouldn't even be thinking about draft picks. We should be thinking about what can we do to win the Super Bowl. Did we lose the Super Bowl last year? Am I, am I mistaken? They did, yeah. I know, listen, I know Jalen exceeded everybody's expectation. We felt like it was a win for everyone. A moral but, victory? Yeah, but until we actually get the Lombardi Trophy again, all we up with just the bridesmaid. Well, like, we, haven't, we, we haven't closed the deal with this regime. We won one six years ago. We're trying to win the next one under Jalen Hurts, and thinking about two or three years down the road, I don't see how that helps you this year. And right now, this isn't a flawless team. There are some question marks with the team. So currently, they have two second-round picks next year, four fifth-round picks, two sixth-round picks, and then obviously they have their, their picks another round. So they don't have a third next we'll year? They have a first-round pick next no, year? No, they have a first and a third. Okay. I'm saying extra, extra. Oh, you said extra yeah. picks. Gotcha. So they have gotcha. three picks in the top 64. They have four picks in the top 90. So you can trade one of these picks, and mm-hmm. you're not picking fewer players than you would have if you just had your picks. Right. 
the other part of this is Jonathan Taylor is only 24 years old. Man, I love it. He is not 27, 28, where, look, I would still be interested because I view this as a short window thing, but you can have Jonathan Taylor for three years and you're still getting prime Jonathan Taylor, yep. you know, barring injury, obviously. So the player you're going to draft, honestly, in the second or third round might only be one or two years younger. That's not a small deal, but might might only be just you know a little bit younger than than Taylor. Quick question. I know we're a long way away from this, but I just want to know if the Eagles got the ability to do it. Franchising? So if they, they, franchise if him they acquired the him, they would be allowed to franchise Okay, that's what I'm saying. But, yeah. but the other thing I yeah, think – But it wouldn't be the Saquon number, right? Because it yeah, would be a little – It would be a little higher. Yeah, so it'd have to be that if they did want to franchise, it would be twenty-two million. No, 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 it'd be no, like no. 13, be like thirteen. 14, yeah, right. But if Saquon gets franchised again, then this year it's twenty-some million. Yes, it, right. It would be his second time getting franchised. No, the, the franchise tag is thirteen million this year. Next year it'll probably go up a little bit. No, but Saquon, because you just signed it for the he's, first time, right? He's saying it would be Saquon's second year. Yeah, it on doesn't the double. It's still thirteen million. You just get it two years in a row. So he would acquire twenty-six million over two years, but it wouldn't be twenty. No, no. Next year Saquon gets twenty-two million. You sure about that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'll put my hand up if I'm wrong. Just because I think the percentage goes up when you get franchised for the second time in a row. Yeah, I think it goes up. So the franchise is based off the top five salaries. Regardless, Mm -hmm. regardless, they could franchise. Yeah, just that's that's all I want to know is can they (laughs) franchise that? You're right. But but what I would say to that is if I'm the Eagles, I might say to Jonathan Taylor, look, we can't pay you. But what we will do is promise not to franchise you. Right. And so you come here, we'll we'll give you the ball a ton, you'll put up big numbers, you'll play in big games, you'll you never be in the Super Bowl. In, and you your profile will never be higher. People Man. Are, people are gonna see you more here than they're gonna in Indianapolis. Ever in Indianapolis. And we promise we won't franchise tag you. Look, maybe we'll pay you for sure, but we promise we won't franchise tag you. I think it'd be a good win win situation for both now, I agree. If Jonathan Taylor goes to China after next year and calls Harry Roseman a liar, <laughs> that would be a problem. That would be a problem. Let's go back to the phones and talk to uh OG Wade and Chester. What's happening, OG? What's up, fellas? How we doing today? What's up, OG? How you doing, man? OG. ESP, my main man. Y'all got my dog on here, boy. <laughs> I mean, I, I've never heard you this positive at yeah. all. What are we talking about? I don't like the way Chuck came on here hollering at ESP. Oh, so you're doing the opposite. Yeah, Chuck, Chuck was I might have up. something to say about that. And he, anyway, this little punk talking about he going to some damn fantasy draft and he going to bring a woman to draft for him. That's just like a little Chuck like him. Oh, Chump. I can't wait to see this punk. Is OG, is OG in the league? Get a spot? No, he's not. OG was in last year. Yeah. Oh, you don't got do his own. You don't do back to back years. Yeah. Okay. OG like got that. his own league. I got my own league. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You got yeah, your yeah. own brand. You know, we yeah. got to start booking you for segments rather than yeah, you just calling in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me and ESP. Yeah, Thursdays with OG. Thursdays with OG. That'll go well. Let me get to the business, right? Jonathan Taylor. I would definitely do this deal. Mm, I knew and it. I knew if anybody it. Anybody could do this deal. It, it is Howie. Exactly. Money is not the issue because we all know that Howie know how to make these books look right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, in terms of what he would do to this for this offense, it would be the same vision that we have for B. John Robinson. It's the same. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Now, I don't know if he is that uh, crafty with the uh, with the as receiving. Mm-mm. You know. He but, hasn't put up good numbers, uh, yeah, yeah. Day, but but they've also had bad quarterbacks. Yeah, but he's yeah, not. He's so, not. Yeah. It, 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 listen, I love Jonathan Taylor. He's not Bijan. Right? No, he's right, not. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. So we got we got we got Swift for that. You know what I'm saying? This would be and Gamble. Yeah, okay. Anyway, well, I'm just saying. But, I mean, those running backs <laughs> don't disappear listen, if you acquire Jonathan thing, Taylor. Yeah, hey, 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 yeah, hey, 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 calm down, calm down. One thing I don't do, I don't talk about the family on the, on you know publicly. 
right. So. What are you talking about? I'm trying not can to. You I'm just, trying can to... you just talk about the Eagles? We don't need yeah, cryptic yeah. messages. Then that's because, I, uh, Jack, all you care about is a little white damn baseball. I really that. do. Okay. No, I really. It's fair. Just, just get him the six pounder. Yeah. I can see you right now. With Football's coming so down boring compared to baseball, baseball man. Come on, man, with all that old crazy stuff, man. That stuff is only I'm just trying to make sure you're not giving out cryptic <laughs> answers on the radio. I just want to keep this yeah, keep man, this just, professional. Let OG, I, let OG I, no, cook. We're keeping them on message. Ike, you got to learn how to slap that joker, man. I'm trying to tell you. Well, y'all in the same room? I was gonna yeah, say we're, we're, not, yeah, we're not allowed to put our hands on each other around here. Yeah, it's not. It's not even. Well, I'm just saying, Johnny, Lisa. Johnny, yeah, because Johnny Marks be hiding in a, in a different room. So you, I know you can't slap. It's three that. studios you know, away. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but you can slap that joker there. Yeah, you know I mean, hey, listen, man. Listen, this is what I'm saying. Yes, <laughs> I'm so excited about this team, man. No, I mean, I, I, I just can't wait. You know what I mean, uh, baseball will be shortly over. You know what I'm saying. So there's be no damn playoffs, and we ain't got to worry about that. So what we're doing is just focus on football, you know, and, oh, and bring this thing on home, man. You know what I mean? The Duke the Duke is riding right now, and, and the Duke – and who said – the Duke do got the power to go to Howie and say, yo, Howie. Oh, yeah. You pick this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, yeah that, that was the point that I made. Thank you. Yeah, well, he yeah. said they wanted oh, AJ. Oh, you made that point. Yeah, I made that point. Okay. I just want that yeah. – the, the, <laughs> the record to I show. you – at least I know you know how to get with the knowledge without college. That's, That's right. Yeah, That's... yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, there he goes. OG Wade. <laughs> well, look, the only time Jalen's gone to them about a player it was AJ. Yeah, Jay Brown. Yeah. yeah. Um, they traded for him and they paid him. So I thought this was interesting. It's a good move, by the way. Yeah, yeah it seemed to work out pretty well. I mean, <laughs> a, di- a dime today, by the way. Wasn't Carson asking for Mac Hollins? And, uh, <laughs> Hold on. What? J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. Deontay uh, Barnett. Yeah, Deontay Burnett. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't Carson go to them about someone – yeah, it was it was the it was Matt Collins. Yeah, it was Matt. Was it Matt Collins? <laughs> yeah. Or the Arthur Whiteside? They had the White same side. agent, was, was, and they no, were working it was out Matt together. Collins, yeah. Yes, it was Matt Collins. What yeah. a, what a, what an eye! Yeah, what a, what an eye! Hey, Matt used, Collins has turned a nice little career. He used to play in North Dakota State. You don't really know what a real wide receiver looks yeah, like. Exactly. Well, he's also working out with Cooper Cup because he at least said, "Hey, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's working out with Cooper Cup and Matt Collins that offseason." Matt Collins would have been a top ten pick if he played in uh, the FBCS. You see Matt Collins lately? Yeah, he's yeah. yoked. Oh my goodness! Is he still with the Raiders? No, no he's, he's with the Falcons. Falcons now. Falcons okay. And Arthega. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Arthega Whiteside scored a, t- a touchdown on uh, Friday. Is he tight end still? I think he is a he tight end. He switched to tight end with Seattle, remember? Yeah, well, Jordan Matthews, also your boy, came back as a well, tight end. Talk about and now he's, yeah. now he's not he's in recovering. The league. Injury last year. It's all right. I Bring follow, him back. I'll follow up on him. That's good. I'm, I'm proud of you. Just hang in there like I did with uh, Gino, exactly man. Right. It all turns around. <laughs> yeah. When Jordan Matthews is a comeback player of the year in two years. Me and I, Ike, yeah. One of my favorite uh, bits of yours was the Jordan Matthews. I mean, I was right. That was a pretty good No, you weren't. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> were not. Yeah. Alshon you- had one good game in the playoffs outside of that. And Alshon Matthews made two of the best catchers in yeah, Eagles history. I agree, in the Super I agree with that. Yes. Those are two plays. Jordan Matthews put up <laughs> great numbers for like four years. Cute. Um, so the big thing that I was uh, worried about yesterday was the the punter, Elliot. And I thought this was interesting. Of all things. I know you were. I thought this was interesting. Uh, Spadaro was doing a, an AMA on Reddit, and he said that uh, Thursday's preseason game is an important game for Aaron Sipos, and he knows it. Spadaro says, keep your eyes open. Yeah. I think they're looking at other punters. I think the the pro scout the pro department right now is probably mm-hmm. looking at punters, uh, probably looking at quarterbacks. I would say, and then maybe backup offensive linemen are the yeah. three spots I think they're really looking at. Um, and punters, are, I mean, it's a really important job. Like, a clearly they're not going to punt a ton this year. The offense will be good, 
But much like with punt returner, you don't need Britton Covey to be special. You just need him to catch the ball and not turn it over. With Sipos, ideally would you like an elite punter? Of course. But mostly what you want for him is just don't shank it, have high hang time, and make sure that the other yeah. team, you know, cannot return it or returns it only a short amount. Like the Super Bowl, you weren't looking for him to be special. You're just like, don't let Kadarius Tony return it 90 yards or whatever it was. So Yeah, don't kick a line drive to him. Exactly. And he talked about that this week. He said he rushed it, um, which is actually I think the first time he's talked since since his <laughs> Didn't know he was Australian either. You didn't know he was Australian? Yeah, he, he started Australian? talking. And I was wow. like, holy oh, yeah. I was like, where'd that oh, yeah. come from? Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's been Australian the whole time. It's, yeah. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, But, yeah, I think they're definitely going to look at punters. I mean, they cut Ty Zettner, who did not have a good camp. Um, Yeah. I mean, the the important part of it is he does hold for Jake Elliott. I know. So here's what everybody wants to know. Here's what everybody wants to know is would they look at the punt guy? I, I think not. I think at this point, if they were interested in the punk god, the punk god would. Do or it. I, I a team was interested. in I him. agree. Like no team yeah, seems no to team be bringing him in. in. Yeah. yeah, and they brought. I mean, they did bring Josh Sills right back. Yeah, I mean, you know, you don't want to get to like comparing situations, but they're familiar with Josh Sills. He was in the building. Right. They're, they've, you know, I'm sure they've done their homework, much like all teams on the punk god. But I said there has to be something there that nobody wants to. Well, yes. you know what it really probably is. They just don't value punter enough to deal with that distraction. Yeah, yeah, probably yeah. most teams think like that. Like Josh Sills yep. plays an important position for them. Yep. So tomorrow night, uh, no, sorry, Thursday night, yes. obviously, is the first, last time you'll be on before that. Um, I mean, who are we expecting to play? I mean, if if Penny plays, obviously a terrible sign for – Yeah, not good. Anyone that plays in this game, <laughs> not good. you got to be a little worried about. Now, you do have to suit up some players. Like yeah. You can't, you know, you if they have 53 locks, like someone's going to play that's going to make the team. I mean, even after my third year, I didn't play in the last preseason. That must have that's saying I mean, something. That felt real good. How did that that's happen? That's why Ross Tucker liked the preseason so much. Because <laughs> he played? Well, it's part of the reason why I got a respect for it, for sure. Because role players, backup players, that's the time where you yeah. earn your keep and you make your bones and, and improve your worth that you can play in this league. So, like I said, even I didn't play in the fourth preseason game after my third year. That's got to be a great feeling on the sideline knowing, like, you don't have to play. It like, is. You got the jersey on. Like, everyone else has the pads on. It is. But... It, it, believe me, it, it, it really is. In those first few years, I literally came to camp with the mindset that I have to make the team Yeah. every year. So, yeah, and that's, that's back when you did have to make the team and they did multiple cuts and there were four preseason games and all of that. And so that stuff did matter. But, yeah, once you get to that status where you're like, okay, we don't need to see Ike in the fourth preseason game. We know he's already here. Mm-hmm. It's time to look at some other players. Yeah, you do feel like, okay, I'm a vet now. So yeah. I, I think yeah. on Thursday night, it'll be big games for a few players. Like Eli Ricks, I think very much mm-hmm. on the bubble of whether they can get him through waivers. That's a big part of this too. Like I think they would like to keep Eli, Eli Ricks in the building, but if you cut him, he is exposed to waivers. Mm-hmm. So the, I think big game for him. We'll see if Moreau suits up. Is Mariota going to play? I don't think so. I think you probably go Ian Book and McKee. Oh, I, I think at this point you're just killing reps. Like with, with yeah, Book. they're yeah, just like, trying to get through. They're just trying to get yeah, through it. Through so, game, yeah. Now, but for other players, like I think offensive linemen, Julian Good-Jones is someone I don't think is going to make the team, but he does play multiple positions. He has played backup center, so that's that's one to look at. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Ben Van Summeren, someone that uh, mm-hmm. Dave Spadaro brought up on the last, uh, the last pregame show, He's actually, I think, had some good practices since then. Maybe I'm just noticing him more. Mm-hmm. But, again, someone that's exposed to waivers. Like, other guys, I don't believe Moreau is exposed to waivers. So, you can just cut him and bring him back. So, that's something that will be taken into consideration. All right. I'll be pulling for Ben. Yeah, I know. He's my Spartan. Spartan, I know. Hey, I mean, man, he, need, where's the other Spartan? Where's Josiah Scott at? 
I think he's going to make the team. Nah, that's good. You think no? Josiah Scott? No, I don't think so. No, he probably I could be wrong, but he might just be someone <laughs> I haven't heard I'm much over- Josiah Scott this He might be someone I'm overlooking. Yeah. I, yeah. I jumped over the bin this yeah, summer. It's all right. Yeah, it's yeah. all right. It's all right. Well, I had Raekwon Williams here. Yeah. He left. D-tackle. Okay. That was a short-lived. That was a short-lived. Yeah. Any Huskies? I mean, Josiah's been here for a few years now. Yeah. Yeah. They traded for him. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, last thing of course, they're we... no damn Huskies I was going to say, they here. got any uh, wherever you went to Bloomsburg. Bloomsburg. You, guys are so, you guys are so, like, not Bloomsburg. all of us. <laughs> the, the fact that I made it here from Bloomsburg is a yeah, win. You're an underdog. Sorry. Thank you. Yeah, so why don't you all pipe down? You'd be any... a cute little story in the paper. Anyone, anyone could go to Temple and get here. Anyway, <laughs> um, last thing before we let you go. Your take on uh, Josh Harris's handshake last night for your well-run Sixers? I mean, all he does is win, man. He went there last night. He won. Well, that was an he L. Ended. I mean, that well, the, the, the handshake, handshake was, was an L. L. Yeah. But the scoreboard was a W. <laughs> yep. He's, he's brought a winning culture down there as well. Pretty much describes Josh Harris. He's unable to do things that make people believe in him other than win all the time and get Oh, they win results. all. The, the, they do win all I'm the time. I'm tired of all the winning with this. They were excited down there for that game. They were, yeah. They really I mean, were. They ended the longest streak in, in sports. Listen, if that can end this year, the division thing can end this year as well. That's a good point. Thank you. Yeah. We're, we're, we're knocking out history <laughs> here on uh, you know on the deck. Elliot, uh, always a pleasure. Always goes too fast. I know it is. Looked it, up. It was already time to go. I know. You excited about the, the hour and 45-minute pregame show on Thursday? Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> Morning show, pregame show, morning show. And you'll probably be game. You'll probably be on with us around four thirty. <laughs> the yeah, last yeah, hour yeah, and a half sure, yeah. of the program. Hey man, as long as I get to talk with you guys, I'm good. All right, that sounds great. There he goes, Elliot Shore Parks. Tuesdays with Elliot, another one in the books. We'll get back to all your phone calls on the other side. We're looking for for why you deserve to be in the fantasy football league. To, to uh, we have four spots left. We are looking to get your entry. We'll get back to Jonathan Taylor, but Phil's won a big game last night, and I have a vision. And I'm starting to have come to fruition in October. I want to run by like and see if he feels it too. We'll get to that and more of your phone calls coming up next here on Marks and Reese.